Welcome to the 104th episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. You didn't think we'd make it this we'd far. We'd make it this far. Yeah. Um, Jeff, I'm what is... one of your hosts, Jeffrey Borslow. And... Uh, follow me on Je- at Jeffrey Borslow on Twitter and Instagram. Just hit a thousand Instagram followers. Big numbers, big numbers. Dude, I don't know why. I don't remember why I did this, but I just went on your page, I think, yesterday. I think I was going to message you about something, and I caught it just when you were at 1,000. I was like, whoa, Jeff hit 1,000. Yeah. That's very exciting. I noticed it, and then um, I looked it later, and then I was back down to 999. <laughs> but then oh, I mate, went back up to 1,000. Ah, okay. <laughs> that was also me. I changed my mind. Yeah. Um, what is the most <laughs> common type of rock found on Earth's surface? the most common type of rock yep i don't even know if i understand what this question means like any type of rock you know uh, how rocks have breeds the way dogs have breeds. like yeah like the way dogs have breeds of course <laughs> yeah. um yeah so like when people have pet rocks yeah that's my best like, oh, way of describing your it. rock it's a mix uh yeah uh it's a mutt um so so is this like a material the rock is made out yeah, of yeah yeah like granite you know that's a type i would say right but that's not the answer no no so i guess i'll give you a tip there there's not granite Mm -hmm. because i was considering saying granite yep it's it's another uh the most common nope it's sedimentary um yeah i don't know if you're gonna get that one but a little Uh, science one to throw you off uh (laughs) okay jeff and i want to start this new segment where we get into the news, because uh, the movie the news. Movie news. Well, some not the maybe, regular news. Well, sometimes, sometimes we'll the just regular get news. Randomly into the news, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess the big news of this week to kick off this new segment, because we just want to get right down to movie business. Um, right. Is apparently, and let me get the pay. I didn't was not ready. Uh, L.A. celebrates return of movie theaters. I've been waiting for this for a year. In quotes. Um. So movie theaters are apparently back in LA. I don't Here's the thing about this. I was shocked yeah. to see this and to see all the posts online cuz I'm like theaters have been back for a while. At least where I'm at. Um right. Um but, yeah. So I was confused where after you said the news, you said a quote. Yeah, it that said I've well, been waiting for this for a year. Were you was that a quote by you or was no, that a the, the headline in for the this, news source for this variety article it is la celebrates return of movie theaters quote i've been waiting for this for a year unquote so that's like the sub headline from no, the article fully in the headline it's a weird wait who's been waiting for it i don't that's what you got to figure out apparently it was a uh, one patron named bronte <laughs> Okay, just, so Bronte's been waiting for this Bronte's for a year. Bronte's been waiting for it for a year. <laughs> it literally okay. just says one patron named Bronte said, I work in a restaurant, so I get to do that all the time, but coming to the theater, that's like something special. So, 
So yeah. pretty much this our first <laughs> news segment is very specific. It's very targeted. <laughs> we tell you the news about what Bronte in Los Angeles is thinking. This was yeah, and for in my defense where I go for movie news, I think this is the most reliable source, is Variety. Is, is Bronte's Facebook page? Is Bronte's blog. Bronte the movie guy. Yeah. Um, no, but Variety posted this. I don't really... And then the next the next source they went with is... I'll, I'll just read the whole thing. Quote, movies aren't the same when you watch them in a living room or in a computer. Or in a computer. That's not... When you watch correct. a movie... In a computer. <laughs> Comma, is this, a, this the variety that I am aware of, or yeah, is this, this just <laughs> you're 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 just looking at a variety of things and reading them? The quote continues: "It's a completely different feeling in a theater." Unquote. A moviegoer named Jesus said, "But Jesus, that's a it's probably pronounced Jesus. That's a common name. It's probably. I just like it's. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie is another name here, and that's about it. So, um." For this piece, did Variety have someone on the street and they just walked around and <laughs> asked a few people about what they thought about the movie theaters people coming the, back? Yeah, that weren't even going to the theater. I would love to know where they... Uh... Okay, Variety senior writer Matt Donnelly visited the AMC theaters in Century City to check in with patrons about going back to the movies. Okay, see, this the context, is that is what I needed before we got into this. <laughs> You know, it's really a normal article. I just made it as yeah. weird as I could have. <laughs> mm. um, no, okay. I, I understand where Matt Donnelly's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So movie theaters are back. Uh, yeah. Have um, you gone to a movie theater yet? No. In the, this year? Not. Well, I did back in like March before this all went down. and So that's not this year. You mean last March? Last March. Yeah, I guess that's. So like, like a full year ago. Yep. It's been nope. I have not been back, and uh, mm -hmm. but I'm I'm really like I'm I can see myself going back pretty soon. Not gonna lie. Yeah. And this is a great segue actually into some some fun news from both of us, uh, because we got yeah. vaccinated. Um, vaccinated. Not because on being the same day though, right? The weirdly, the same day. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, with the time difference too, might have been the same time. But actually, no, not it really. wasn't because we. I, I was, you were a few hours before me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but this isn't because we're essential workers for being podcast hosts. But in a way, we're no. still. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're definitely not essential. Not, I want to yeah. be very clear. <laughs> your lives would you would not see a marked difference in any aspect of your lives. Yeah. Uh, except for a few of you, maybe you would have to listen to something <clears throat> else to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I've been thinking recently about starting a side. I've been I've always wanted to make a sleep podcast and I'm like I feel you're, like you're cutting me out? No, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not breaking up with you, but I'm like it would be really funny if I had a sleep podcast. And I don't take this as be, an insult. You have a good voice for it. I want to say that. Well, I have a I have a mundane voice. I think I I just I No, it's drag. calming. You you yeah intentionally emphasize the calming aspect of your voice i think it's very apparent to anyone who watches your videos that you do that on purpose yeah in some videos yeah i do uh especially recently i've been really tapping into that i'm like when i can be calm i can be there was a period of time where i was just speaking obnoxiously anyways um 
what was I saying? I I oh a sleep podcast, uh, sleep podcast where yeah. I played GeoGuessr audio only. Um, I think that's very boring. With, would you have the clicking? Yeah, clicking too. That's like ASMR. It's like I think yeah. that's so boring it would work. <laughs> okay, and and you're you're kind of like you're oh, describing maybe, settings yeah, and you're, like you're like is is this Ghana? I'm not sure. <laughs> some nice trees some red dirt um a hill with a man on the top of it that's a little sneak peek of what it would entail yeah, you're like <laughs> like every person in google maps their face is blurred out <laughs> who is this blurry blurry man maybe a friend of mine we're gonna find i'll never out. know but more importantly we're where like is he two from? ships passing in the night yeah ships, ships off the coast of ghana off the coast of I hope Ghana. Oh, apparently, it was Spain. Um, <laughs> the two ships off the coast of apparently Spain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I today, and I'm not. I don't think I'm seriously thinking about doing this. I don't hate the idea, but today I just tested it. I recorded myself while playing for an hour to see what it sounded like, and halfway through it, I was like, "Wow, this is." I yawned a lot. I was like, this is really boring. So I don't know. <laughs> which, if... <laughs> which is good for a sleep podcast. It is good for us. I'm like, I guess. You're this... like, wow, this is really boring. This so really... like, good I job, me. imagine anyone listening to that, uh, but maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll I'll help on that, I think. Please. please yeah. I would love the help on. Yeah. We, we can, like, I can watch you play it on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, You'll be there's, <laughs> I would scroll to your left and yep. left click. Yeah, left, I'm like, <laughs> on we get into Africa. a heated argument in ASMR. We're like, it's You're clearly, like, this is not South Africa. It, this is clearly Tunisia. It's clearly, they're just driving on the right. And you're like, but that's my I like left. how we're, <laughs> we're. Saying countries that you would never confuse ever. No, no. I was gonna say like they have different languages. When I said Ghana so and Spain, there's no way yeah. I'd get those mixed up. Um, right, and like South, you would never get Tunisia and South Africa wrong because uh, yeah. one of them, everything's in Arabic, and one of them, <laughs> them most things are actually in English. Yeah, in South Africa, I've come to yeah. No, well, not everywhere. South Africa is big, so yeah, the South of Africa, but South um, Africa and Namibia that could be quite easy to confuse. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, we should get into today's movie, no? Today's uh, movie. Now, I want to say that this movie that we're about to talk about yep. is the third film that we've ever talked about on this podcast that has Mike Brunley in it. Third? Wait, what are the other ones? I uh, Pilots so is one was, of them. Yeah, and the first episode of Paid Research Study. <laughs> So yeah, three yeah. three feature Mike, films. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Brunley beats uh, meat out of a bag. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that played at the music box. Yeah, just, just like <laughs> Trial of Chicago Seven. Trial of Chicago Seven. So, I think it played. So at Mike the music Brunley, box. Yeah. I imagine it did. I'm just gonna assume it did. Yeah. Uh, actually, I guess it probably didn't because it's Netflix and they they do like limited runs. For I saw Marriage Story Oscar at the films. Music Box. Yeah. Right, but I just mean this came out during the pandemic, so I guess it probably didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I've been keeping a close watch of what they've been playing there, and I. Yeah, there's been a few that I really that would wanted be, to attend. I will say that that would be the hardest trivia question in the world. What? 
what uh which film that mike brunleib has been in has played at the music box because <laughs> you would someone would look at on letterbox and be like oh trial of the chicago seven you're like actually but, no it's episode one of paid research study <laughs> directed by jeffrey borslow <laughs> um okay this is a uh this is a 2020 film it's getting lots of oscar buzz it got nominated for a good amount of oscars which is why we're talking mm-hmm. about it, to be honest. We are kind of right. just going through what we haven't... We've talked about most of the Oscar-nominated films for Best Picture, to be honest. Um, Have we? Yep. We what are off. all of them? I didn't look. That's a great... That's actually great. Let's 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 look at the Best Picture noms. Um, I know we've talked about... Uh, let's see. Sound of Metal. Uh, yep. Promising Young Woman. Uh, Nomadland. Uh, we can count... We didn't talk about it for this podcast, but we talked about Mank on Intercut. <laughs> now, but, here's the thing. I haven't seen Mank. <laughs> you haven't seen it, though. Because um, we, we ha- didn't... On Intercut, that was actually the one that we, we didn't talk about when we did that whole thing. We, yeah, because we it left Mank out, out yet, of the... Actually, I didn't talk yeah. about um, So, we haven't talked about Mank. To be honest, we've only talked about four... We've talked about 50% at this point. We're off, After this episode, we good. will have. We haven't talked about Minari yet, and that's a really good one. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that, but I I will soon. We haven't talked about Judas and the Black Messiah. That's another one I'd love to talk about. I think that's a great movie. We haven't talked about The Father, which I believe is unavailable online at this moment. We'd have to go see it in a theater. And we haven't talked about Mank. Yeah, so that's the okay. rundown. I mean, we're, like, making our way through. Yeah, the, I think we list. can easily complete it, which would be impressive. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be impressive for you, someone who does I, a live stream of yeah different I have aspects of the Oscars, all of them, right? It'd be kind of weird if you're like, "How did this lose to this?" And even though you haven't seen one of them, that'd be kind of weird. Well, that has happened a lot in the past, <laughs> where I'm like, "I haven't seen this, I don't." And um, but anyways, the trial of the Chicago Seven. This is an Aaron Sorkin movie directed by Aaron Sorkin, yep. but also now, written. Um, I will say that it feels like an Aaron Sorkin movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, you have lots of people talking to each other. Yep. A lot of dialogue going on. Um, yep. And the synopsis reads, The film is based on the infamous 1969 trial of seven defendants charged by the federal government with conspiracy and more, arising from the countercultural protests in Chicago at the 1968 Democratic National Convention. The trial transfixed the nation and sparked a conversation about mayhem intended to undermine the U.S. government. Um, that's kind of, yeah. a, I mean, it's, that is solid. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. more about I mean, the event. I feel like than the actual movie, but that the movie is about the event. The, tr- the title is the trial. I, I'm not sure what you just said. I don't know what I was trying to get at either. <laughs> Cause I can't, I can't tell if your, your point is that the movie is more about the event than the trial or more about the well, trial than the event. I just expected one character name to pop up in the synopsis and I, but that doesn't mean it's not a bad synopsis. It's a bad, you know, I take back everything I said. It's a good synopsis. <laughs> I just wanted to hear a yeah. name. That's all. Because um, who are the Chicago 7? Uh, I can tell you Mike Brunlieb was not one of them. Nope. I guess Mike Brunlieb name... was, was Eddie, which I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't know that he he's in it for like 10 seconds where he's one of the people that introduces because i know it, once i brought up mike brunley i had to point out yeah, where he was in the film. he comes that. in at the 54 minute mark uh he's one of the guys who introduces 
a cop, like an mm. undercover cop, to the main mm. characters. Gotcha. That's a pretty big role. Um, uh, it's. I mean, it's, it's like maybe five, ten seconds. Yeah. Movie, he's, <laughs> he's in it and he speaks. So yeah. There you go. Uh, for the record, the Chicago Seven. For anyone who hasn't watched the movie or wants to know, I feel like I should just catch up on it. It was Abby Hoffman, Jerry Rubin, David Dellinger. Tom Hayden, Rennie Davis, John Freunds, and Lee Weiner. Um, uh, it's it's Weiner. <laughs> um, so Jeff, what do you think about the movie? Um, uh, so as <laughs> I I briefly touched on, uh, it it does feel like an Aaron Sorkin film. Yeah, uh, you get lots of these. In this case, it's courtroom. Um, you know, social network, it's like boardroom kind of, but still like litigation. There's a lot of litigation. That's really, I think, yep. the one word you'd use to describe Sorkin. Yeah. Litigation. Litigation at all angles. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, it's the thing that's the, the magic of Sorkin is <laughs> for something that on the surface level, if you just looked at the, the general overview of the script, Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, wow, pretty much all of this takes place, you know, either in a courtroom or talking about a trial that's about to be shown in a courtroom. Yeah. It yeah. feels like it should not flow as well as it does. Mm-hmm. And it does flow pretty well. It, it was a pretty brisk, you know, two hour watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is something that I will always and something I knew going into this is like what you, like the thing that Sorkin does best is he can make anything very engaging and albeit uh i think i did i cut out for a second siri started no yeah you no you're there all right cool i i didn't touch anything in siri um (laughs) siri's going again uh for anyways uh (laughs) sorry i'm very oh maybe this thing uh he's (laughs) yeah i got my point across he's just a very engaging director um yeah i think We've talked about him a little bit on the podcast with uh, what is it, Moneyball, and yeah, I think Moneyball, one other movie, but uh, the Social Network, the which Social I don't know Network if we talked about on this podcast, yeah. Uh, but uh, I think like Steve Jobs was the first case, and I don't think he directed which Steve Jobs. I have not seen Steve Jobs, really, or is it just called Jobs, or is it called Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs is the good one, yeah, and the the Jobs. And then there's the other one that's the bad that's the one. Bad one, yeah. Uh, Wait, which one is Ashton Kutcher in? Jobs. Um, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher is famously in Jobs, playing Steve Jobs. Uh, <laughs> sorry, um, and it's just it's not good. Uh, yeah, but, well, okay. Uh, so sorry. Briefly, I'll just say <laughs> that I kind of find uh, like Sorkin scripts as you know. Again, I've seen half ish. But um, I always find that they're so specific to, you know, whatever the film is, where in this case, it's like very specific legal, you know, type of stuff. And in Moneyball, it's all this baseball talk that is really not that interesting to most people. Yeah. But I find it similar to when I watch people who are very good at one thing on YouTube. So like the lockpicking lawyer, they (laughs) find a way to make you interested in that topic. Yeah that you normally would never be interested in. Like I would do mm-hmm. not care at all about how many pins are in this lock, but for yeah. some reason I, it's very engaging. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I kind of get the same feeling watching 
this film as I do from that those types of YouTube videos. Yeah, that is so true. Cause I think that that is why he gets a lot of shit. Cause he has a very specific writing style that to a lot of people comes off as a little uh, egotistical or whatever. Like it's just like so proud of what it sounds like, and but it has every right to be. Cause in my opinion, it's so like I said earlier, it's so engaging and so interesting. And I think that's, it's so cool when like the subject of the film does not matter. Like you don't, you just need to know that it's like written by him to get you to watch it. And that's definitely the case with this one. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very engaging. And for its runtime, it's like two hours and 10 minutes flies by in like what feels like 90 minutes. Um, Yeah. And I I think that's so, uh, that's cool especially for like a courtroom drama i love courtroom dramas especially when they're done well and i think this is an okay courtroom drama but yeah yeah um okay i there's one very early decision made in this film that Mm -hmm. caught me kind of off guard right when it happened yeah and it took me a little bit to recover from but this film cuts straight to the trial (laughs) yeah it gets right introduce all the characters and they're like and now they're on trial well that's what when (laughs) yeah when I first watched it, I was like, I know this is called The Trial of the Chicago 7, but I was like, oh, this is going to be, this entire movie is going to be the trial. <laughs> it's just the trial. I know. And I thought there would be like, you know, 20, 30 minutes of context. Yeah. And then they'd be like, okay, now's the trial. But they're like, here's the characters. It's all the context you need. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what. Trial. Yeah. And I think it works in that way. I kind of like, well, it, it gets into like the context and the backup stuff later which is yeah also an right. interesting it's choice yeah in a, yeah right but uh yeah that is a it, it, it works it it, it, it definitely it, it, for me it works pretty well i think it definitely was jarring when it happened yeah i was totally. like wait did my movie skip ahead <laughs> no yeah <laughs> you're in the, the trial it's like i feel like i missed 20 minutes here but mm-hmm. um i don't know i think it's it's interesting to then convey the information, you know, it, it woven into the later parts of the film, kind of in the recesses of the the trial. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's interesting because this is a you know historical uh, film, so a lot of people already know the events. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's weird, but I think that this specific thing movie, I think that. A lot of people probably were not even aware of this that are younger. No. Yeah. I mean, what, you're speaking about the event? Yeah, like the actual, you know, like, uh, reason they were on trial. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I personally was, like, kind of unfamiliar with it. I knew about it. Like, I know, but, like, you know, this was a relatively new thing for yeah. for me as well, which is, yeah. Um, But what did you think i i kind of want to talk about i think because it's mostly people talking to each other like a huge part about the movie is the performances that go on like it honestly plays out a lot like a play um and i'm just curious like what do you think of the performances performances yeah i'm not i'm on the fence about them in my opinion but yeah um Unless you don't have any yeah, opinion I, at all. <laughs> no, I, I have opinions. I mean, I think that, like, all of the performance were, were fine. Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, like, his, okay, the, he was obviously 
normally he has an English accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was trying to do like what was that like a New York accent? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but every now and then it sounded like it would slip into like Borat. <laughs> <laughs> I on- and obviously <laughs> most people don't have that issue where they don't have these really famous characters that where their accent is one of the things that makes them famous. Yeah, but just when he was trying to like form certain sounds, it just was. <laughs> It was a little bit distracting a, little bit more, a couple yeah. times. Just like a couple times. Yeah. That is that is fair. I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen got unlucky in that. I mean, he didn't get unlucky. He had a great year. But Borat 2 and this coming out around the same time, playing completely different people. It's just like. Yeah. it's And he's commits he commits so hard to Borat that it's it definitely is hard to separate him, I feel like, from that character. Yeah. But uh, I will say, and I'm glad I can finally speak on this. Uh, there is Jeremy Strong in this movie who plays, mm-hmm. let me just get the Jerry Rubin. Um, mm-hmm. and as someone who's been, I'll just like brief. I actually just finished watching succession, uh, like right before we started watching mm-hmm. this, he's Kendall Roy in succession. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad I watched this before I watched succession because I heard he's just, I don't know. I, I, I can't separate him from that character in the same way I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen can't be separated from Borat. But but even before watching Succession, I really loved him in this movie. I think him and Sasha are easily, like, the highlights. Uh, but uh, How did you feel about Eddie Redmayne? So we are going to talk about Ed- Eddie Redmayne because uh, my... That's the one I feel like I could see being <laughs> one of the more controversial performances in this film. Yeah, and, like, it's just... Eddie Redmayne, I said this in my letterbox review. This is, I think, all I said in my letterbox review was, I think I just don't like Eddie Redmayne. And then I gave it my star rating. Um, and it's because I just think he's very irritating to watch. I can usually come up with a really, not a really, but like a decent argument for why an actor doesn't work for me. And Eddie Redmayne, I just can't. I mean, he mm-hmm. just always comes across like he's overacting or that he's kind of out of place, or not on the same page as everyone else. I just saw a tweet today about Nicholas Holt, who is a supporting actor in a ton of movies like Mad Max, The Favorite. I think those are the two most well-known right now. And he always, like, blend. he's just a great example of someone who blends into the material really well, and I think that is super important. Whereas Eddie Redmayne is always trying to be, like, the guy that's outshining everybody else around him. And trying to like stand out as that actor when it's like first of all mm-hmm. that's not him in this movie i think there are at least like four other people in this movie that outshine him but i'm just like he doesn't the only part he fits for in this movie for me is like kind of the corniness of it because i do think this movie's kind of corny sometimes but <laughs> now yeah. do you think that that was the intent of the film was to be corny yeah <laughs> i do because I, I mean you can't watch the ending of this and tell me that yeah. it wasn't trying to be like okay. this crowd-pleasing court drama as opposed yeah. to this accurate it, depiction right. it, of a event. <laughs> yeah, and then like the Sandlot like type of ending where it's yeah. like this guy ended up doing this. Dude, I was like, are you is this a parody? I yeah. there's nothing wrong with those kind of movies. I think there are tons that do it well. But the, I the just thing thought is, it was weird. Movies like yeah, movies that are like that usually are not best picture yeah films yeah like do you, do you think that this was an attempt to make a crowd-pleasing film that people just got confused <laughs> as to something that was oscar bait 
it was fully Oscar bait, I think, to be honest. And yeah. I and I think that's that plays into the I think it was both things. It was a crowd pleasing drama that didn't take the risks that yeah. it should have, but was like obviously this is going to be nominated for Oscars because it's based off a real yeah. event and it's got that, this big ensemble and okay. blah 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 blah. <laughs> I I don't know. I I actually when you mentioned like other Eddie Redmayne performances, mm-hmm. this actually did feel very similar to me uh to the theory of everything in mm. terms of how it was a little bit there wasn't a lot of risks taken in this film. Yeah. It, yep. You know, it, it's like they're using a historical thing, but but a lot of the actual um, context of the time. So a lot of the issues that these people were standing for mm-hmm. aren't really looked at that in depth. Like you don't get the feeling of, you know, like the racial tension of the mm-hmm. time. Um, they just have one guy who's like, yeah, look, this guy doesn't have a lawyer. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, well, he's out of here now. Let's finish the movie. Yeah. I think all of the racial commentary that this has to make is completely on the surface on the surface and only works in the context of the dialogue that's happening like on the screen. Like none of it it doesn't go any further than one guy yelling at another guy or one person like beating up another person. And yeah. it doesn't do anything to really, like, <laughs> set any right. sort it's, of it's not context. Hitting any, it's not hitting you in an intellectual way. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I feel like it's hitting you in a visceral way because you're like, wait, that's bad. This guy's getting gagged? What? Yeah, exactly. Where, where it doesn't take the next intellectual step to, to try to, you know, talk about any systemic things. It's just, here's a bad thing they're doing to this one dude. And exactly. Maybe that's evidence of of a broader thing happening at this time period in american history Mm -hmm. maybe it's not yeah it's why i'm like completely down the middle with this movie because i do agree and stand by what i said at the beginning of this where it's like it's incredibly engaging and Mm -hmm. a pretty like solid courtroom drama it keeps you on edge it's like it does what a movie like this needs to do but it sacrifices the depth that comes with a subject like this because Mm -hmm. of that and yeah in the end you get exactly what it is which is just like a crowd pleasing kind of like satisfying like we won ending when it's like that's that does not tell the full story here nor does it feel yeah i don't know no i agree (laughs) i yeah it i feel like this event should be something that you should watch whatever the best documentary on it is Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah uh, if you're trying to get any kind of sense of what actually happened because this totally. is really just like uh the who you want to win's gonna win type of thing yeah it's not really you know talking about any it, it doesn't contextualize itself within the the broader time period yeah yeah it's just like this one event <laughs> happened and that's why these people are on trial now watch what happens mm-hmm it definitely it, takes, it makes weird moves like it's trying to like uh with you know humanize the prosecutor in a weird way where it's like he has this internal conflict and at the end maybe he's not such a bad guy yeah yeah it kind of puts everybody at like this equal level playing like there's yeah. just every character is kind of on the same 
yeah. side. I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah. But. <laughs> if you, like when someone loses in this, they're like, oh, those rascals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they got me again. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, just the, the stakes don't really feel that high ever in this film. Mm hmm. Totally. Like they it, feel like a little bit high. But then like when you think about it, you're like, mm, I guess probably not. Right. It just plays it safe. And yeah. that does the trick for a lot of people. It d- definitely does it for Oscar voters. I just think I've been care- la- la. I've been comparing this to Green Book a lot, which is not I don't I think this is better than Green Book. I think Green Book is leagues cornier than this and also just uh it's just weird. It it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Whereas this doesn't leave yeah. a bad taste in my mouth. I'm just like, "Oh, that was whatever. It's just that was okay." Vanilla. It's very vanilla, exactly. Yeah, that's a it, great term. Yeah, I I think that it doesn't do. It's very well made. Like it's mm-hmm. it's shot very well for you know a courtroom thing. Uh, it, the, it's very tight script. It's very entertaining as a story. It just doesn't necessarily do justice to the actual source material. Yeah, no point um, intended. In terms of the fact that it's you know an important event in American history. Yeah, that is I think under told. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really do anything to, I mean, I guess it's going to make a lot more people aware of it, but it, it's not making them aware of it in, in a way that's as important as it, as it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I because think... it has literally the same ending as the Sandlot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I also, another thing, putting, bringing this back to Sorkin, I think a lot of what I love about his movies are his protagonist like i think he always nails that and i always feel like i get the full picture of one person like steve jobs obviously social network mark zuckerberg moneyball whoever that guy's name was um Mm -hmm. and this i don't even feel like i really have a full idea of who the protagonist is it's seven people obviously it's like yeah i feel like there's too many of them that's a great point and i don't know i just i think he focuses on the wrong people to be honest i just i mm-hmm. wish i could have learned more about bobby seal who i think is the heart of the film i don't think he spends nearly enough time on his story as he does like eddie redmayne and i just yeah i don't know it, it felt weird and underdeveloped by the end like it felt, yeah i yeah agree with that completely because when you see the social network or moneyball you understand the motivations like completely of these characters and you yeah. understand their flaws and stuff in this you feel like you start to understand it and then like movie's over right good guys good guys on top on the t- <laughs> <laughs> yep um so yeah that's kind of i feel i feel like we had a pretty solid discussion about this <laughs> yeah yeah i okay so karsten um Jeff. we've talked a lot about aaron sorkin yeah we have we have uh more than we've ever talked about aaron sorkin uh-huh. uh so i just thought of a couple sorkin type ideas and i want to <laughs> hear which one you think that like of these ideas so you have to pick one uh which okay. of them you think sorkin should develop into a script <clears throat> okay okay so here's the first one um about this one's for it's like about the process of when they had the team of people design the really efficient routes that ups trucks take (laughs) 
So it's yeah. just like you can have them in like you know the the boardroom discussing it, and then you have yeah. all these statisticians, all the, yeah, because they have the GPSs where UPS you know uh, package delivery trucks, right, right, they take like by far the most efficient route and have the best GPSs because it of, is a very you know, they have so many trucks complicated system, yeah, very yeah. interesting so I, how it all works out. Do you think that would be an interesting Aaron Sorkin movie? Well. I would love to hear what else you have. I'm going to say yes for that because I would love a movie that focuses on the okay, the route system. So this one <laughs> this one might have to wait a couple of years because the subject matter is I think just being released like now or in a couple months. Okay. Um it's about Nike um how they just invented the shoe that you can put on by just stepping on the back of the other shoe. Yep, I know about this this shoe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like um, <laughs> just, you know, the design process behind making that uh-huh. shoe. I'm going to say no for that one. <laughs> I don't think. So, so you think that the UPS one's on top of this? The UPS is on top of, of a singular shoe. But you've movie. seen how these shoes work. Yeah, they're they're crazy shoes, but. You're going to buy one of these pairs of know, shoes? I might buy one someday. I might buy one too. That'd be <laughs> kind of cool. Just step on your shoe and then step it folds in shoe. half and then you can slip out. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. I fuck up my shoes personally. I don't know about you. I will. I will walk around a lot with a flab under my sock. Um, Wait, what? I, <laughs> you know, when you're like putting on your shoe and like you can't fully get it into the shoe, like I'm just bad at like putting the, on my shoe. The tongue of the the back. Or no, that the, tongue's like the, the part heel, on top. Like the, the wait, heel you, part. You mean, there's a flab under there. Yeah. What What does that mean? I don't. <laughs> If I'm being completely honest, Siri just turned on again. I don't know why, and I missed what you just said. I don't understand what it means to have a flab under your my f- heel. The flab, like the heel, you know what I mean? Like, the there's the shoe, and then there's the back part that supports... The, yeah. Yeah. I'll the, put like, it on, so like and that the, flab will the get The part that goes under, under your foot mm-hmm. on top of, like, the bottom... It's just, like, cushion your foot, the yeah. foot insole. Yeah, yeah. I get it fucked um, up a lot. Um don't make the movie. It, That's what but, I'm. But wait. So, but then you just decide. My sh- foot is uncomfortable in the shoe. Oh uh-huh. well, I'll walk around. Yeah, because it, it's better than sticking my fingers down there again. Is it? Yeah. Also, <laughs> the final point on this: How often does this happen? Um, more than it should. I think we're on. I wait. I think we got it mixed up. I. <laughs> I wish I had a shoe to. Actually, I do. Give me a second. I just feel like this is you're over. So I don't understand how this can be happening. That so this much is the shoe, right? I don't wear this shoe yeah. a lot. It's got this big. Um, so I'm putting my foot in, and maybe this thing comes down. This is a bad example because it's a high top. But so are like, you talking about the back of the shoe? Yeah. So it's like that, and that I'll just like be. I'll have my. You know what? Let's just. I have a portable camera. That's actually is. worse than what I thought you meant. It's it's like, like, I'll I'll walk around like this. You know what I mean? Why? Because <laughs> I just don't feel like adjusting. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I honestly, maybe you should just have the shoes that are easier to put on. Yeah, that's why I don't wear these that often. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, the next idea, uh, it's, it's about when they were, uh, passing Obamacare. Um, cause initially in 2009, they wanted to do a public option, 
But then you had Joe Lieberman, who was the who was like a huge coward and a terrible senator, and, uh-huh. and also just uh, he looked weird. Yeah, I don't like him. Okay. Uh, but anyways, he like refused to be the 60th vote for that. So mm. then they had to pass uh, current Obamacare, which is not that good. Mm. Um, yep. Uh, I mean, better than than no uh, ability for you know right, still insurance. Right. right millions and millions more people than not having it but it's not a public yeah. option now uh it'd be it would just be a movie that where aaron sorkin can just dunk on joe lieberman over and over again and make him look bad that yeah sure because they because it has a lot of the see, legal jargon where they're tra- discussing obamacare that's an actual people calling, movie that i think yeah. would really work it's very and they important can just be like joe lieberman you stupid idiot yeah yeah so yeah. that could be good and then yeah so that is that better than the ups one Mm-hmm. i think that's the okay. top that that seems like a legitimate okay. movie now i have one one final idea okay um and this this was um this one you might like okay um do you remember when wells fargo got in a lot of trouble a few years ago the bank wells fargo yes i do i do i do uh do you remember what they were doing no not entirely okay so here's what they were doing uh, all of their low-level bankers mm-hmm. had a quota of new accounts per month they needed to be able to open. Uh-huh. And they would get reprimanded if they did not meet this quota. But the quota was astronomically high. And just if you look at the numbers, every month you can't keep getting more and more people to open accounts. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. There's only a certain amount of people that live around a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so what they were doing... Because uh, you can have multiple accounts, right? So, like, each – you could have a savings account, a checking account, and it's all one person. Yeah. So, what they would do was people that had one account, they would just open up, like, seven more accounts in their name and not ever tell the people. Dog. That's bad. super illegal. Yeah. That's – that's not a – honestly, okay, that's too interesting to be a Sorkin movie. <laughs> I think I'd like that more in the hands of, like – martin scorsese or something that's a very good yeah. <laughs> that's That'd a crazy a cool thing movie. that happened yeah right so yeah i mean i feel like you would it would kind of have to be about the the you know way that it was discovered and then yeah yeah totally. the investigation into that right right that's um, but i think that could be a good movie. that's really cool yeah um so, so that's what you got that one or obamacare what's the winner the winner i'm gonna say is obamacare because i think that one has a bit more of an uphill battle, which I think would make for a better movie, in my opinion. I think Sorkin would make a much okay, more yeah. interesting well, movie out of now that. Now, we do know that the uh, the Obamacare one, um, they yeah. lose and don't get the public option. Yeah, so that'd yeah. be kind of a downer. No, yeah, but, you know, I prefer yeah. that over... I don't think... That's why I don't think I see it happening, because I think uh, yeah. Sorkin favors... Yeah, Sorkin wants a... Yeah, because yeah, he wants to... Yeah, he wants to have everyone going like, yep. hooray, Even, and then they do a freeze frame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. for the, okay, genius idea here, a Wells Fargo one, and this is possible because it's happened in the past, written by Aaron Sorkin, directed by Fincher. I think that would be a very Ooh. good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, in my opinion, but. All right. Anyone who listens to the podcast, uh, get, get on maybe that. if you've like some kind of seven degrees yep. from Aaron Sorkin, yeah, thing going on where you know someone, you know someone, just uh, right, 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 right. You know, pass along the idea. Um, 
uh, I'll I'll take just like an executive producer yeah. credit or well, something. Well, me too, because I'm the one that said David. Yeah, I mean that's not at all the credit I would get for coming with the idea. Right, there actually but is credits for that like we can. But and I have dream. nothing to do with the actual production, so I don't know why I would have. Yeah. Well, you never know. The executive you could producer step in. Credit. Um. Yeah. What do you think? Maybe I could find them a location. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. So uh, here's a, there's a Wells Fargo uh, like a mile from my parents' house. You can probably film in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like producer, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyways, we'll get back to. We never actually did rate this film. Yeah. What do you think for a score here? I feel <clears throat> pretty good about a three point five. Okay. I I because the thing is that I think it's an engaging film. Uh, right. It's just I, my issues with it are more that that the subject matter is a little more serious than the film gives it credit. Yeah. For. Well, I'm. Uh, but I think as a film, it is very engaging. Totally. I'm sticking with my original three. I think yeah, it's, that's fine. yeah, it's, it's again, I think a three is like right down the middle for me. And yeah, I will say, I will touch on this. I, I may have come across it and it's only because it's the favorable winner at this point for best picture. Um, but I don't think this is the worst best picture nominee. I think Mank is below this for me. I think this is. Ooh, I still have to watch. Mank. Tad bit more engaging than Mank is. I think Mank is a bit of a mess, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's now, where I stand. What what film do you want to win Best Picture? Uh you know, Nah, Nomadland. Yeah, I think Nomadland was really good, and it'd be cool to see a movie like that win. As much as I'm rooting for Minari as the underdog. I think yeah, it actually I, has a shot. I'm very, I'm looking forward to seeing Minari. <laughs> mm-hmm. Minari's great. I do think it has a small chance, uh, but I think the head actually trial doesn't have that good of a chance as as I actually I take it back. It totally does. It's between the trial of the Chicago Seven and Nomadland at this point, and I do think it's going to be Nomadland, and I want it to win. So yeah. Um. Anyways, I think that does it for this movie discussion time of day um time of day this i have to go seven because it's the trial of the chicago seven and i do think it's a good like night movie like make a night out of it like early night because it's <clears throat> yeah. not you don't want to finish your end of this because it's not uh, you're, it doesn't give you enough like at the end you're like oh cool yeah like, yeah good guy talk it over at dinner mm. if you have time for dinner afterwards um Afterwards, uh, you're nine at PM. You're eating dinner at like nine fifteen. Hey, I'm gonna be having my dinner after this, and it's gonna be and that's also way too late. You it would be nine fifteen if you literally had dinner like delivered. If you were cooking yeah. dinner, it would probably take you till like ten to take you a had, minute. You watched it then. Yeah, you probably want to eat beforehand. <clears throat> um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with seven, but I'm gonna say eat before. Yeah, have have some dinner. Beforehand. Snacks after. Um. Oh, speaking of snacks. <laughs> I just want to say, check out Karsten uh, Runquist. Uh, type Karsten Runquist into YouTube, yep. and check out check out that video. his latest video. Yep, it's uh, uh, where he tries a bunch of different snacks. Now, right. I I do have one quick bone to pick with you. Okay, did you watch the video? Uh, I did. Oh, yeah. What uh, do you think? And the butter you buttered the popcorn. I did double buttered it actually. Come on. Are you out of your mind? What? You have to butter, butter the popcorn. popcorn. No, you I think can't that's... butter the popcorn. There's butter that comes on the popcorn. You don't need to put extra liquid butter on the popcorn. Yeah. No, yeah, you do. At the movies. They butter it. That's... No, like the, the... You're talking about the hand pump of butter? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. 
No, because the, the the movie the popcorn comes buttered. Already, I get it like salted a little bit of butter. too. Salt and butter. No, you get salted is fine. But yeah. here's the, my issue with liquid butter is it gets all over your hands. Yeah, fine. It's, you lick the hands. And then it gets and you sit down, you get popcorn all over you, and you just get a bunch of butter all over your shirt. You wash it, but it doesn't come out because butter stains. It doesn't but. come out. <laughs> I'm not ruining my shirt to eat some gross wet popcorn. I bring a shirt you don't like. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> Anyways, Dude, it, it it makes the popcorn wet. It kind of. I'm saying, I prefer a lot of butter. How okay? How recently have you had popcorn in a movie theater that did not have butter on it? Uh, never, because I don't. Okay, do that. so I'm gonna I always get it buttered. Try that. Try that. It's and too you plain. Try it one it's time. It's so dry. I don't like dry. I like a no, wet. No, then that's bucket. why you get a drink with it, dude. You if okay? I'm telling I don't you, get the drinks best way is you get a you get a large soda don't like, like a large coke yep with the popcorn mm-hmm. perfect the popcorn makes you thirsty you drink that soda or an icy dude sometimes they have ices i know you tried one i saw i don't that. like the ices. Um, you yeah. waited too long i you did waited wait. too long it was really we were in the car it was like half full i was speeding on the way home to get yeah <laughs> um yeah well overall though solid video thanks thanks do you like junior mints i've had a lot of people i love junior mints okay a lot of people been like fuck you for that and i was like what no junior mints are good all right uh, we have some and, questions. And dude, uh, okay, oh. last thing. Last right. thing, I promise. Last thing about that. Um, the the cookie dough bites. Yeah. They're great. They're so good. They're so good. They're perfect. You should never eat them if you're not watching a movie because they're terrible. They're for terrible you. otherwise, yeah. But I, It's like you're eating a chocolate-covered egg. When I'm watching a movie, they're fantastic. They're um, perfect movie <clears throat> snack. Uh, like I've eaten a whole box of them before, and it's like 1,000 calories. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're fine. Fuck it um well we have some questions um this one actually well this one's a 15 dollars patron so we will answer it it's just that we've touched on it a little bit but these come from either the patreon or the subreddit uh this one comes from grant gow and it's a 15 dollars patron it is biggest oscar noms snubs and surprises this year um, and now, Jeff, I know, I don't know how up to date you are on so, the, the Oscars. I, I didn't know what the nominations were until you told me until I this told episode. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not huge on awards. No. Um, if I'm not getting them, if I'm getting an award, you know, I'll, I'll show up. Yeah. Um, but I, I, pilots was not selected. No. Neither was Nor long did it toast. meet any eligibility criteria. Yeah. I was really pushing long toast to get that animated yeah. short, but didn't come close yeah um i will admit like and and this is no news for anyone as much as i like to say i don't i really do get a kick out of award season specifically the oscars i i make a whole night out of it i think it's i don't like sports so this is where i get my yeah ex- i <laughs> adrenaline think that i would enjoy it if i watched it with you hey that's next it, time it's one of those things yeah where you, you know it's like when you're with someone who's invested in it mm-hmm. then you can like kind of yeah kind of feel some of the yep. the energy around you and like be like i'm now into it also you obviously you're probably drinking during it sometimes yeah yeah uh, you, you are i know <laughs> last, i saw i saw well, you go live last year last year i made the decision the next morning i was like well i'm not doing that again because i got too drunk to a point where it's like i was barely there when parasite won i cried so i yeah. was there but i was like mm-hmm. Oh, this it would just it went by it goes by quicker when you drink and that's a good thing and a bad thing right and i was like anyways i will be it's a a good thing when you're watching the green book am i right oh yeah yeah 
Um, <laughs> I, I just dunk on Green Book, even though I've never seen <laughs> never it. Never seen it. I will say, this is a good time to say, um, this year I am going to be doing my Oscar live stream that I did two years ago um, in 2018. I'm going to be doing another live stream, not on Twitch, but on the YouTube channel. So it's going to be a big, big boy. And You know, uh, I'll, I'll tune in. Jeff will tune in. It's going to be a big boy. Uh, I'm very excited, and it'll be three hours of me watching the Oscars, and we can all watch it together and have a good time. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really Maybe excited. I'll call you for a couple minutes and be like, yeah, hey, calling I see you on the, the computer. <laughs> the big screen. <laughs> um, anyways, the, the to answer that question, my biggest snub was, uh, fuck, what was it? <laughs> it was there Secret was, Zoo. There was a big snub this year. That didn't get like any. The Five Bloods, Delroy Lindo. Oh wait, wait, Cajillionaire. Well, yeah, Cajillionaire. I knew it wasn't. Gonna I mean, get you weren't love. expecting that. I yeah. know you weren't expecting that to get anything, but I but mean, that's. I know you liked that a lot. So really loved that movie. That. Um, the Five Bloods. Well, so I think was severely yeah. snubbed. It only got a best mm-hmm. score nomination, and we both liked it. I we yeah. did talk about that one, and you know, Delroy yeah. Lindo. I think for best actor didn't get any, and that was wait. Really? Yeah, he didn't get a damn. Okay, so that's that's my biggest snub then. Right? Kind of crazy. Um, I was. Yeah, and, that's kind of you... nuts. That's like literally a film that is is a dramatic film that has one really good performance. Yeah, it and was... they're like, mm, no. I think that was a big snub. Uh, I really liked. I'm thinking of ending things, and that didn't get a single nomination. But I also didn't expect much for that. Uh. And this documentary, Dick Johnson is Dead, didn't get a Best Doc nom, and I really liked that one, and it didn't get a... Wait, what were the documentary nominations? The documentary nominations... Um, let me let me look it up. I don't know if uh, Some Kind of Heaven was illegible or illegible. Eligible? The, eligible. <laughs> eligible means that you couldn't read. You couldn't read. read. Yeah. The documentary nominees for this year were The Mole Agent, Collective, My Octopus Teacher, Crip Camp, and Time. I've only seen Time, really loved it. Crip Camp, I'm trying to watch like within the next week, as well as uh, Collective. I've heard it's really good. I don't have any interest mm-hmm. to see My Octopus Teacher or The Mole Agent. I haven't heard much about it. Um, but yeah, the Doc Noms, I mean, nothing for Feels Good Man, which I thought was great. Nothing for uh, Boys State, which I also thought was great. Nothing for Bloody Nose, Empty Pockets, but I don't think that was going to get anything. Um I don't yeah. even know if it's technically a documentary. It's very confusing. Yeah, no one, is. it's kind of, yeah. But anyways, that's kind of my takes. I, yeah. I'm i not actually that bummed with the, the Oscar noms this year. They're pretty solid. Um, yeah. Do you think that it would have been way better for branding if your name was Oscar instead of Karsten? <laughs> it would be, but also that'd be so cheesy. I would not want to be named Oscar. Because <laughs> you could call, you could be like, it's the Oscar live stream. Yeah. I think that's why I'm like, Oscar Isaac should win an Oscar because then it would be it'd be yeah. kind of funny. Um, it'd be a good headline. Yeah, Oscar for the Oscar. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Or Oscar, Oscar. <clears throat> Oscar, like, Oscar. Or that'd be like Buffalo, Buffalo, I Buffalo, want Buffalo, to, Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> I want him to be like, and the Oscar goes to, well, <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oscar um, goes to Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> um. This next one comes from Mids Amar. Um, it's like Mids Amar, but Mids. Oh, okay, Mids yeah. Omar. I'm actually. It actually I'm could be someone's you... name. Yeah. 
I pronounce I'm it assuming weird. it's not, but if it is your name, I'm sorry that we thought it might yeah. not have been. It's Omar. It, come, it is, uh, if you made a biopic, who would it be about and why? This is actually kind of like the question you answered earlier, but this is about us. Like if we directed a biopic about something. Yeah. Um, um, what if I directed one about you? That Well, that would be weird. <laughs> I mean, you'd be good at it because I feel like we hang out a lot and we talk yeah. a lot to each other, but we haven't actually hung out in person a lot. Um, yeah, we but, not since that last episode where we were in that park the second time. Yeah, yeah. Which was a long, that was That's like a May? long-ass time ago, yeah. We're or no, that might have been like year. August. I don't know. It mm-hmm. might have been like August because I came back for a few weeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Is that your answer? <laughs> no, it's not my answer. I was, okay. I was trying to think. Um. Yeah, you, you go. I think mine would be on uh, John Lurie. And this is only, this is recency bias. He has this show on HBO called Painting with John. I think it's really great. And I'm also just a really big fan. I've been a big fan of his jazz music for a while. He has this really odd alter ego named Marvin Pontiac. And he's got this these like really funny and weird albums. He's just a fascinating guy. He's been in some of Jim Jarmusch's movies too as an actor. But he's mostly known for his music. And he's such a weird guy. I think he'd be a very fascinating subject for a biopic. Um, but Yeah, I... I think it would be fun to do like a musical biopic. Uh, Stephen Merritt from Magnetic Fields. I thought you would say that. Um, cool. That'd be yeah. fun. I'd love to see it. I think you would do a good job with that too. Um, cool. This next one comes, or this last one, I should say, comes from R Rockwell Three, and I feel like we've actually answered this a few times, but we always we like to update answers because. <laughs> We might have something else to say. It is, I'm yeah. going to Chicago for a weekend vacation. What should I do slash what should I see? Now, this is, whatever I said earlier, I must be different because this is keeping the pandemic in mind if you are going right. at, in the middle of a pandemic. I think yeah. a lot of Chicago's best features involve live performances and maybe the Music Box Theater. But I'm not going to encourage you to go to any live events. Right. Um, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, so probably it's going to want to be like outdoor activities. Yep. So like, yeah, going to like Millennium Park, seeing the bean. Yeah. Maybe, they're probably doing architecture tours that mm-hmm. are like socially distanced on the boats. Yeah. So that'd probably be fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the issue. I think there's some things you can hit up that would be good for like a weekend and then you're going to want to come back after the pandemic and mm-hmm. experience the, yep. the rest because Chicago is a very great city for, I think, live music. They yeah, all they have like tons of great venues. But um, as far as outdoor activities, I'd say Lincoln Park. I was just there today. I really like Lincoln Park. It's a beautiful park. It's big. Um, and what's the weather like in Chicago right now? It today I hung out in this t-shirt and hammocked, and uh, it was stunning. I mean, I, I wish I could. It was like in the 60s, I think. 60s and really? sunny which was the first day it's been like that since i think fall um so really nice so i think chicago was actually warmer than where in florida today because i today was Seriously? the coldest day of the year yeah it was like 58 what? degrees here today wow yeah it was high 50s here that i mean well that's still pretty much what it was here but <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it, today i busted out the t-shirt and almost went in shorts yeah. but 
Now, yeah. to be fair, this is the the coldest day of the year. Yeah, that's, uh, that's weird. It, it by it, starting um, on Thursday, it's going to be the high of seventy eight for like the next week straight. Damn, man. Um, well, yeah, I guess. But yeah, anyways. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, out, outdoor activities. Yeah, I, I guess for for place to get takeout from, because uh, if you don't want to eat inside, yeah. uh, small Cheval has the best burgers and fries in the city, in my opinion. Also get takeout from Tony's Burrito Tex-Mex. Jeff and I are both big fans of it. I think I'm a okay, bit more of a I, fan than Jeff is. No, but, I am a fan. I used to live right by it for, for yep. years. And here, the only thing I would say is that's like a great place if you live here. I don't know if that's where I'd recommend someone visiting Chicago eat. I disagree. I think it's fantastic. I love Tony's. I think, in my opinion, it's a Chicago man, like, uh, what's necessity? Yeah. Um, staple. Staple. That's another great. Like, you're stapling it right to Chicago. Yep. Um, Devil Dogs, if you want a good Chicago hot dog, but they're kind of like the major chain for them. Uh, you can basically get a yeah. good Chicago dog from most places in Chicago. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that does it for questions. We are going to wrap it up because my voice is getting tired. And yeah, we like and to. You know fin- what? Karsten, he works hard, everyone. <laughs> he's, he's one of the hardest working guys I know, and he needs to rest. He needs. He's a little yeah. Nap. He's gonna play some Animal Crossing after this, and then work on a video about Animal Crossing because that's what my video is. Really? Week. Yeah, it's a video game video. But um, wow, a little we behind like the scenes. To finish these by reading a review to encourage you guys to leave reviews. We love hearing what you guys have to say, and uh, this one comes from. Uh, hold on. Okay, this one comes from Maddie Yus from the united states of america subject line or it's five stars subject line is love this or love it comma but this could help and it reads i have it five stars because they have great antidotes and laughs i listen to it every week it was my third podcast of or it was my number third podcast of the year on spotify but i think i have an idea on how it could be better when COVID isn't what All it right. is now i think carson and jeff need to go on a vacation somewhere just the two of them so they can bond more as friends no recording just them making memories together and learning about one another i say this because of the show they seem oh siri i say this because they seem almost <laughs> uncomfortable at times around one another like carson will tell a joke and then awkwardly be like that was bad moving on instead of them both laughing together at how bad the joke was they are great co-hosts but honestly i think if they build this friendship a bit more and put more time into making memories together outside of the podcast it could only make it better (laughs) that is i think the best review we've had yet i picked that before reading it um because i didn't read these beforehand but uh i love that idea i think jeff and i should should Going yeah, on vacation I mean, together. Now, the only thing I disagree with is I think we should record while we're while we're doing it. Yeah, we should make um, always busting out content. Yeah, we got to make know? that content. But no, content. I would love. I, I've actually talked briefly with Karsten about maybe traveling to somewhere in Europe together. Yeah, we have actually. Um, I saw your face when I said that, and you're like, I was we like, have? yeah, I was like, we what? We didn't talk about going we on vacation. We're like, what? But we did actually for when um because I think when this is over, both of us want to do. Europe yeah, traveling in a in some sort of way. I've yeah. decided I, mean, I kind of it'd be expensive. I need to talk to you about budgeting, but I want to do a Scandinavian oh, trip. Of, oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, we, dude. We could make that work. I am, I as do, you know, a bit of 
um, travel a specialist when it comes to traveling travel very pervert. inexpensively. Yeah, um, it is budgeting for travel is is one of my uh, biggest passions in life. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And also packing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's um, yeah. Just, I'm just gonna lead with that. You. I'm just saying. You know, you've come to the right place. Yep. Well, we'll talk more about that. Thank you, uh, Mattis, Mattias66, for the review. Um, next, we like to announce our next movie for next week. Uh, very excited about this one. Next week, we are talking about Shiva Baby. The It's a 2021 So, okay. Um, what is the correct way to pronounce that movie? Shiva Baby. Like, you, for sure, 100%? Yeah, Shiva Baby. Because it's like, okay. it's kind of like a... What is it? Well, actually, I don't really know, but it's Shiva Baby. Uh, why? What did you? How? How did you think it was pronounced? No, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, just, cool. you know, I, we we didn't want to look uh, yeah, dumb. Dumb, yeah, for sure. Well, we're talking we're Shiva Baby, um, with a cool guest. I don't actually want to say who it is in case it falls through, but it's a cool guest. Uh, yeah, very excited. Regardless, even if it falls through, we'll still talk about it. We're um, still gonna talk about it. Yeah. Will we? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we will. We have the screener. Um, <laughs> yeah, so be out on the lookout for that. And lastly, got to thank the lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron and get in on all the fun perks, like exclusive bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, which we'll get into in a second, as well yep. as Zoom Hangouts, head on over to Patreon. Which we are going to be uh, <laughs> announcing pretty soon in the next couple days it has to be in the next couple days yeah um head on over to patreon.com slash carscast where you can either be a five dollar patron and get access to most things or a 15 dollar patron if you'd like to support us a little extra and get your questions answered in these regular episodes like grant gow and many others um it's just a great way to support jeff and i and that's the dealio here are those names that we promised thank you so much stalling because it's loading a sort by name thank you addison ware aj ford allison grace ben chow blake root boat boy brandon you brock schultz camilla david david sir eden grant gow harry remedy anakis hey fam khan i don't live in ohio iva Jaden Easton, Jacob Colness, Jane V, John Van Hout, Joshua Krizwicki, Judy S, Justin Dickinson, KDT, Kaylee Patney, Liv Rob, Molly Overbo, Manu Ausen, Martin Def, Martina, Mary Lee Borslow, me, lovely daughter, <laughs> me, lovely daughter Pearl, Micah Simmons, Monroe Page, Nora Barathova, Parks, uh oh. Numo Nultrem, I'm not gonna read this. New- I'm just gonna say Numo. <laughs> Riley Aust, <laughs> Robert Burke, Sam Farr, Sophia Arieta, Stella Perry, SuperCalifragilisticExpialidocious, Smitty Werbin, Jagerman, Jensen, 10 Billion, The Monopoly Man, Tom Legs Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S., and Wes Kinley, Xavier Fossier, and Yusef A. Thank you all for the, uh, for being for the patrons. Support. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the support. Yeah. You know. Um, man what's all about <laughs> for us at the cars cast us here at the cars cast yep cars cast studios jeff do you have anything else you'd want to say today for the people um out there? you know i want to say that i'm i noticed you switched back to the airpods <laughs> yeah and i think it's a wise choice thank you yeah they uh they're just more comfortable on the ears and uh yeah. you know also 
Um, last thing, your hair, again, hair's looking pretty good. Jeff, thank you so much. I have to owe this one to the new hair product I'm using, the leave-in conditioner and the curl gel, both of which I think I'll link or post about sometime in the future. If you guys want a hair... Hopefully you can get a sponsorship. That's what you should get. I know. Look at like look at that curl. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's I mean, not I don't know if great, that's like but, the, you know. <laughs> the great the curl you really want to... I think it's more of the ones up here it's, that it's you... It's the ones up are, here. It, it, it just... You're like, look at this one random curl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, I'll uh, catch you on the, the flip side. Yeah. I think I'll catch you on the flip side as well. Flip side. Thank you.